recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Hello, hello, you're listening to Zed Game. Hey! My name is Easy and I'm hanging out in studio with... Zara! What's up? We're on a different day. We're on a different day. In a different studio. Yeah, it's like a, we've entered a different dimension. That's exactly what it feels like. It's, um, it's like more or less exactly what I know and I'm comfortable with, but also not. Like it's also it's, a different space. I'm really confused. It's like I can understand this. However, the vibes are different. The energy is different. It's brighter in here. It's brighter, yes. I'm used to being like an in-the-dark dungeon kind of gamer, you know? Like, this is weird. Yeah, and now we're in like this nicely lit... Um, <laughs> nicely decored. Yeah. You know, like, we've got like... What's going on? <laughs> fancy. Oh, thank you. Oh, I think, yeah, Pat's just come in to adjust the lighting and Thank you. Now I feel more at home. I feel more like the gamer yes. know, that lives in the dark that I truly am now. Okay. So this is much appreciated. Thank you. That was... Before it was just too much. It was overwhelming. We need to be gradually yeah, was introduced to like a rehabilitation. <laughs> like, a, like a poor sea turtle, you know? <laughs> Gotta remember how to swim. Hey, I like the little segue there of the oh! sea turtle. Tonight is not only is it a special night because uh, we're on a Thursday recording now, um, but also because it's a special theme. We're going with. Water games and ocean games tonight. Yeah. So we're keeping it fresh up in here. So uh, prepare some tartar sauce and a slice of lemon. And some sashimi. And some sashimi chips. <laughs> Ready <'cause> to go. <laughs> it's all it's all about this ocean right now. Ocean vibes. Um, in, a- in actual fact, I'll give a bit of a rundown of what's happening this episode, <laughs> maybe. So we've got two reviews this evening. The first, the first part of the evening, obviously, though, is obviously the Week in Gaming News, because what? We need our Week in Gaming yeah, News. Yeah, you need the Week in Gaming News, brought to you by Paul. After that, I will be reviewing a game called Beyond Blue, not to be confused with the Mental Health Hotline, um, but same name. So yes. we'll be talking about that. And then afterwards, Zara, you will be reviewing... Abyss of Neptune. Which is like a scary water game. A scary game. water game, as okay. opposed to... Non-scary. Non-scary. <laughs> yeah. So we got the whole <laughs> spectrum of water games, ocean games, underwater games. There we go. It's we're going to be making a splash this evening. I have to say. Yep. So uh, get your sunscreen on and get ready to dip your toes yeah. in. Yeah. Slip, slop, slap, guys. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on that note, let's um let's listen to Paul with the week in gaming news. This week in gaming news, E3 season is upon us. While E3 doesn't officially start until the 12th of June, companies have already started ramping up coverage. Sony has had a deep dive into the upcoming sequel Horizon Forbidden West, showing off the gameplay for the first time. Alongside it, we've also had fresh looks at Dying Light 2 and Far Cry 6, as well as announcements for Dragon Quest 3 HD and Dragon Quest 13. The God of War sequel also has been pushed back to 2022 and confirmed to be a cross-generational title, shipping on both PS4 and PS5. 
And continuing before the show even begins, we will have the Indie Live Expo, Gorilla Collective, a reveal of the next Battlefield, and Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest launch, just to name a few events. To help you navigate all these events at and surrounding this E3, please check out zgamesau.net, where we have an easy-to-follow, regularly updated calendar of all events, in local time. Sonic 30th Anniversary It's been three decades since we first met the Blue Blur, and Sega is going all out in celebration. On June 23rd, they will be hosting a virtual symphony of Sonic music available to watch for free. Additionally, they're revealed for the official Tokyo 2020 Olympics video game, your athlete will have the option to compete in events wearing a Sonic costume, Sonic DLC for Two Point Hospital, and the ability to play the 1996 arcade fighting game Sonic the Fighters within arcades of the upcoming game Lost Judgment. Sonic Colors Ultimate was announced, along with Sonic Origins, a collection of five early Sonic games, and a teaser for the new Sonic game from Sonic Team. And don't miss out on the 30th anniversary jewellery collection. You too could adorn yourself with a necklace featuring a jewel-encrusted Sonic Knuckles, Tails, or Shadow. There's a lot to unpack here, and more that hasn't been mentioned. If you're interested, check out all the 30th anniversary celebration details at www.sonic30th.com. Sludge Life refused classification. Publisher Devolver Digital have announced that Sludge Life, a quirky first-person adventure game first released last year, has been refused classification in Australia, and therefore will not be seeing its planned Switch release in our country. While the details on the ruling have not yet been revealed by the Australian Classification Board, the publisher is happy to point out that the game is still available for purchase via Steam and the Epic Game Store. Mario Bros. Movie Extended Edition 28 years after its original release, fans of the film Super Mario Bros. can finally check out an extended version that has never been seen outside of the production team. Titled The Morton Jankel Cut, after the film's co-directors, the new version of the film cuts in nearly 20 minutes of additional footage, including a rap by Iggy and Spike. When we met two plumbers who had an idea, they showed us the lake and the new frontier. Mario and Luigi, they know it's rain. We gotta take a stand and put up a fight. The new cut was put together by a group of fans along with a film restorationist, Garrett Gilchrist, and took two years to put together the current cut, mostly from VHS sources. The whole film is available online at archive.org. Upcoming game releases. On June 3rd, we have The Magnificent Truffle Pigs on PC. June 8th will bring us Chivalry 2 on PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4 and Xbox, Edge of Eternity on PC, Backbone on PC, The Elder Scrolls Online finally getting a PS5 and Xbox Series X release, along with The Elder Scrolls Online Blackwood DLC coming to all relevant platforms. On June 10th we'll get the Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade, One Hand Clapping on PC, and Chicory, A Colourful Tale for PC and PS4 and 5. That's all this week in gaming news. Thank you so much, Paul, for the week in gaming news. Some big stuff happening. Yeah. Mainly E3. E3 is a pretty big stuff that's happening. The pretty big stuff is yeah. definitely big stuff. I'm I'm so excited. Um, actually, Paul, I need to mention this real quickly. He casually mentioned it in the news there where he talked about uh, a calendar of events that um, are up on the Zed Games website, zedgamesau.net. But you can also head over to the Zed Games Facebook page at zedgamesau. We have pinned it to the top of the page for you. You can click right there and you can take a look at all the events that you are to expect from E3, what's happening, what's going on. And it will be updated as well. 
um, throughout the time. Paul is going to be managing that for us because he's obsessed with watching uh, with watching things that uh, you know game releases and um, live streams of devs dropping crazy. Cool it's things. like he cares um, about having the latest information about video games and stuff. Yeah, it is a bit like that. <laughs> Which is like you know it's pretty cool, um, but a little bit of a nerd. Uh, <laughs> nerd, yeah. We have no idea what that's like, uh, as Easy and Zara and Studio. Yeah, we're the jocks. We, yeah. <laughs> I can occasionally lift a two-liter bottle of milk, thus making me a jock. Wait, you've, we go. you've played a sport though. I, I did. Yes. That's another life though. Another. Oh, yeah. That was like that feels like you know an age ago that I played a sport at a semi-professional level. <laughs> Um, actually, speaking of, I just want to wrap back to E3 for really quickly because Devolver Digital, which is really, as Paul would say, the only show that really matters. It's true. <laughs> um, is actually coming out on the, June the 12th. So keep your ears and eyes open for that because that's going to be definitely something that Paul will be discussing on the show. And I'm, I'm looking forward to checking out as well. They're usually like really intense send-ups of yeah. developers and behind the scenes of game production. Um, so we'll be definitely dropping a link to that on the Z Games Facebook page as well. Absolutely. Yeah. You're listening to Z Games. My name is Easy, and I'm hanging out in studio with Zara. Heyo. Heyo. What's up? Uh, not much. <laughs> I mean, we're just uh, we're just hanging out in our new studio. Um, not that it's new in that it is actually a brand new studio, but it's brand new for us. The walls are blue. The the walls are blue, which really nicely themed um, into our ocean episode today. Yeah. <laughs> it's the cool refreshing vibes in here. And if we had like blue RGB lights up there. RGB lights, yeah. That would be really good in here. <coughs> Tech department at 4000. Please. <coughs> yeah. Thanks, Pat. Anyway, <laughs> we are now about to listen to a review from yours truly um, on a game that I've recently been playing called Beyond Blue. Not to be confused uh, with the mental health hotline um, Beyond Blue is actually um, an ocean game. It's an indie development. So I'm going to, without further ado, jump straight into this review. Dive straight into it? I'm going to dive straight in. Splash. So <laughs> Beyond Blue is developed and published by Eline Media. The music is a curated playlist of a bunch of different artists, and the platforms are PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, Windows, Mac, and Linux. This was released a year ago, so on the 17th of April in 2020, and its genre is adventure, educational, simulation, or, you know, it's an, also an indie game. So, um, and when I say educational, I mean it is really educational. Um, I'm going to actually give a little description now from the Eline Media website where they talked a little about what Beyond Blue is. So Beyond Blue takes players into the near future where they will have the opportunity to explore the mysteries of our ocean through the eyes of Mirai, a deep sea explorer and scientist. She and her newly formed research team will use groundbreaking technologies to see, hear and interact with the ocean in a more meaningful way than has ever been attempted. The game features an evocative narrative and exploration of an untouched world. Now, right there is literally the most perfect description of this game. Um, Beyond Blue is evocative and heartfelt in its design. Eline Media have a statement on their website that also says, inspiring players to understand and shape the world. And that is exactly how I felt about Beyond Blue. 
This wonderful ocean research game was inspired by Blue Planet 2, and you really do feel the passion and love for the ocean throughout its narrative and educational aspects. You, as the player, Mirai, love whales and spend time with a family of sperm whales with their newborn calf, Andrea. You follow Mirai on her personal journey above the water as well as her professional life underwater, where she hosts live streams called Ocean X Streams, where she collects samples from the ocean floor, tracking marine life, and of course, discovering the mysteries of the ocean. All this is to help educate the wider world about the blue heart of the planet. There are a total of eight dives, each one lasting anywhere between 15 minutes and upwards of 45 minutes, depending on how much you'd like to explore. Mirai has her home base, which is a futuristic submarine that she returns to to examine findings and complete reports. It's also where Mirai contacts her sister back on land, where she's trying to help support her sister in taking care of their grandmother. This ties closely to the research Mirai is conducting on a family of sperm whales. The pod has the new mother and daughter duo, whose family also consists of a grandmother. Beyond Blue is so educational that while I was playing, I learnt a lot. And something that I learnt was that sperm whales live in family units and that the females will stay together forever, while males will leave until they are of breeding age. Sperm whale females build strong and lifelong bonds with each other, and those bonds will transcend generations. Grandmothers will pass on valuable knowledge to their younger family members. Mirai intends on studying the baby sperm whale well into adulthood and throughout her life to understand more about the species. The voice acting is fantastic. All the characters really come alive with the phenomenal voice work of Anna Akana from Ant-Man, Hakim Kazim from Pirates of the Caribbean 2, Ali Mackay from 10 Things I Had About You, and Mira Frulin from Babylon 5. These talented actors really help bring the educational elements of Beyond Blue to life as well as provide a lot of energy to these characters. In between dives, quotes from researchers, marine biologists, oceanographers, and underwater explorers, also known as aquanauts, appear throughout the game. There is also this incredible feature that um, is a video feature that you unlock throughout the game that is called Ocean Insights, which are a series of short videos from the real world based around real scientists sharing their love for the ocean its secrets, and most importantly, sharing their discoveries about the natural water world. The great thing about these ocean insights is that the videos you unlock usually relate to something you have discovered on a recent dive. Honestly, for me, unlocking these little mini educational videos was my biggest driving factor for completing a dive. I wanted to hear more from people like Dr. Sylvia Earle, um, who's the founder of Mission Blue and the resident explorer for and a resident explorer for National Geographic, not to mention a bunch of other awesome National Geographic residents you get to hear from as you unlock more cool little mini videos. When exploring in-game, I found the mechanics to be surprisingly intuitive and the UI HUD to be so smooth and effective. Beyond Blue is considered to be an indie development. However, the player movement and visual design would suggest that it is a much bigger production. It might not be high graphics, but it certainly doesn't need to be with such a smooth interface and wonderfully designed player movement. I did have a minor issue with loading a save game, however. When I first logged back in after taking a break, the game froze when I selected the continue button. So I did unfortunately have to get task manager involved and it got a bit awkward. 
Um, and then I had to start the game up again. And instead of clicking continue, I clicked load a previous saved game instead and it did work there. I'm not sure if this is an issue that's just isolated to the Windows version of the game, or maybe my PC just sucks, I don't know, but just keep that in mind if you stumble across the same problem. The music gives off this ethereal ocean vibe um, while diving, so it creates this really paced atmospheric energy, peacefully guiding and encouraging you to explore further into the depths. When you're on board the sub, however, you get this exceptionally cool curated playlist of ocean-inspired music from a variety of different artists, as well as the ability to unlock more tracks throughout the gameplay. Beyond Blue is touching. It is awe-inspiring, educational, and also, and also provides a challenge for us to rise to the occasion and protect this vulnerable underwater world. There are so many wonderful things to appreciate our little, about our little blue planet and its vast seascapes. And Beyond Blue has done an exceptional job of bringing the ocean closer to us so that we may learn and engage more with our ocean environment. If you are a lover of this planet, get Beyond Blue. You will almost certainly learn something and experience the vastness of our oceans right from your couch. Sounds, it's, it's so good. It sounds beautiful. It's less than 30 bucks on Steam, in case you're wondering. Um, I'm not sure how much it would be on the Switch. Probably a little bit more, but um, I do actually feel this game would be really good in a handheld console. So, um, yeah, I would definitely... I would love to play that on my TV, I think. Yeah, well, the sound, the music does a really good job of sort of um, yeah. bringing you in. Um, I'm actually, like, deathly afraid of the ocean. <laughs> so <laughs> there's been, like, some, some dives that we went on. We have to go, like, down into, like, Mariana Trench kind of darkness, you know, pitch black, and there's, like, anglerfish and stuff. Um, and I was actually afraid. Uh, there's there's nothing that can happen to you. There's an educational game. It's all about exploring and understanding, you know, the natural world. So it's not going to... You can't be hurt. You can't be hurt. You're safe. Um, even though my, you know, natural instincts were telling me otherwise. <laughs> I mean, I think that's normal. We're yeah. not really... We were not really designed to go that deep. So it's not like we have the innate instinct to be comfortable with those depths. Yeah. Um, if we true. go down that deep, it's probably because we just got eaten by something. So. <laughs> Dragged. Yeah. You know. I mean, look, humans aren't supposed to survive at those depths because of the pressure, the water yeah. pressure, right? So um, the cool thing is about Beyond Blue is that you get to be in these these sort of futuristic suits where you can actually swim like oh, quite comfortably nice. and not worry about the water pressure. Um, it's all about, like, teaching us how to engage with our environment without interfering with its natural process. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I totally, totally recommend Beyond Blue. Um, my name is Easy, and I'm hanging out in the studio with Zara. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm super chilled out right now. Yeah, it's a chill. It's a real chill night. Yeah. Um, we're just talking games, games relating to water or the ocean. Yeah. Um, and Zara's going to take us away on a review now of a, of a horror game, game. Of, a horror, of a horror ocean game yep. so all yours <laughs> abyss of neptune is developed by abysmal games and synodic arc uh, it is on the pc so you can grab it on steam for free it was released on the 27th of april and it is a survival horror game yay <laughs> you're in the infamous infamous bermuda triangle sent by divers investigating various external signals, or divers for short, to check out a strange signal in the depths of the ocean. The voice of the AI, D. 
Dina is robotic and comforting, guiding you through tasks. It's hardly routine, of course, as you are encouraged to gather dynamite and then use said dynamite to blow up an entrance in an underwater cave. And as you enter the cave, well, I don't think you have to be a rocket scientist to realize that caves and explosions don't mix. You are cut off from the outside and radio doesn't work through solid rock. So now you're truly alone. You have to continue your investigation into the mysterious signal. And this entire mysterious, massive underwater facility you have found yourself trapped in. Abyss of Neptune is a survival horror game that takes place entirely underwater. With a hidden story, freaky monsters, and a fair bit of fear, all wrapped up with a beautiful and rich environment, it's easy to become submerged in this game. <laughs> Abyss of Neptune has a few mechanics to worry about. Other than being able to swim in all directions and getting the hang of the floaty controls, you of course have to keep an eye on your health and oxygen levels. It's easy at the start, less so as you progress. Doors and machines within the mysterious facility are often damaged, missing parts, or need power. So there is a fair amount of minor repairs and battery seeking you need to do. But I think one of my favorite things is that there are puzzles. They're small and not too challenging to solve, but the room you're in is eerie, dark, and there's a strange sound that keeps getting closer. Getting, getting my hands on a harpoon was reassuring to a degree, but the number of bolts you have for it is limited, and using a harpoon isn't the easiest thing on a planet. If you can stay calm, you can manage, and I didn't find myself panicking much, but I definitely was on edge. So you have to make your way through a partially functioning maze-like facility that is deep underwater and filled with overgrown coral, damaged machinery, and the remains of the people who used to occupy it. And the monsters, of course. But you can hide in lockers, so that's not too bad. There is a lot of visual atmosphere to this game, with dark rooms, foreboding shapes made of coral and destroyed equipment, and strange, eerie sounds. But I understand this might not be the most popular of opinions. I found it soothing at times. The sound of water bubbling and my movement through the water, combined with the visuals of my air bubbles drifting away from me with each exhale was kind of relaxing. Probably not what they intended. It is a constant reminder of the fact that you're very much underwater and the quiet doesn't help. So if you have some fears of cave diving, spelunking or deep water, this probably isn't the game for you. I haven't finished this game yet, and I understand it to be a rather short game with about two to three hours of gameplay, but I'm a cautious scaredy cat, so it is taking me a bit longer than that. But I am really enjoying the atmosphere, the amount of detail the team put into this game, and the usage of less is more in appropriate areas. I love finding the remnants of emails from the people who worked in this facility and piecing together what happened. It's not exactly revolutionary, but it is fun and they're not dragging it out unnecessarily, which I really appreciate. It would be very easy to stretch this out for hours longer under, under the guise of forcing the player's mind to work against them, but that can be boring and exhausting. So I enjoy the pace it has set. It's a good balance for a small game. And this is the thing that gets to me. This game is free. Is it perfect? No. No game is. But it's well made, has a great atmosphere, and a good balance between suspense, puzzles and action. So why not dip your toes into Abyss of Neptune? It looks scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I've just been watching some <laughs> gameplay footage while you were reviewing to create some atmosphere for myself. And yeah. I, I immediately have... I immediately have alien isolation but underwater. Exactly. Vibes. Like, that's, that's what I'm thinking here. There was uh, one of the reviews I saw. Someone said, if Subnautica met alien isolation... And then just fuse them yeah. together. Oh, well, I'm glad you you bit the bullet for me there because I was like, oh, not really. Look, I'm not really into underwater horror games. I played an educational one. <laughs> and I was scared, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, like I was telling you that the first time the game went, hey, you can hide in this locker. I paused the game and went and did some chores for about an hour to like calm down because when the game tells you that you can hide in lockers that's the game warning you that the monster is like there <laughs> this is your opportunity to take a break yeah um but like I really enjoyed it which is quite pleasant um it's, it's like you enjoy the adrenaline rush. I enjoyed the adrenaline rush. It wasn't like too much. It wasn't too overwhelming. Mm. Um, it might just have been me because, like, I imagine that being underwater would have added a lot of stress to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did add some stress to it. But like I said, I found it weirdly soothing. So it might have just balanced out to be kind of like, oh yeah, it's not as scary as I thought it was. Because you're I'm, into the beach, yeah. Yeah, this is for you. If you're scared of the deep water um, and you're scared of horror games. Uh, this is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Um, we are coming to the conclusion of our time at Unsaid Games tonight. Wait, we need to make more puns. Uh, uh, it's been a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope? Oh, wait, we need to clarify. This has been an ocean-themed episode. <laughs> <laughs> Context is important. You know, we've been... Diving into the depths of the ocean, it's now time to resurface. To resurface, exactly. A breath of fresh air. To like wash the sand off our feet, uh, whip off the sand from our towels, and start yeah, packing and, up to and go home. Flick the sand out from all the uncomfortable places, and then do it upwind <laughs> of people, so then the sand gets right into the everything. <laughs> if you've missed any of the reviews from this evening. Um, you can actually head to the Zed Games Facebook page at ZEDGamesAU and eventually in the next few days there will be reviews posted up there that you can read and check out but also the podcast will be uploaded every Friday so if there's anything you missed you can listen back there as well also we're on demand 4ZZZ on demand Um, we're kind of everywhere Yeah, we echo out a lot (laughs) is this another we've got echolocation like echo the dolphin yeah, yeah kind of yeah. i was trying to go for that yeah 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 i'm trying to squeeze the puns out you know like a sponge you gotta wring it out <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah it's getting late now isn't it a little bit <laughs> so uh let's just um thanks for tuning in thanks for tuning in thanks for riding the waves with us yeah thanks for surfing <laughs> surfing our fantastic reviews with us keeping balance yeah. Um, next week, we'll be there. Will be um, some more awesome game reviews. I believe Paul is in charge next week, so I'm really excited to see what Paul's got cooking. Yeah, Paul always comes up with something interesting. So um, hang hang in there for that, um, and I'll be bringing you the news as usual. Yeah. Well, actually, not as usual. Wait, what did I say that for? I don't bring the news every week. You bring the news some weeks. <sighs> I bring the news some weeks, and other people other weeks. Yeah, <laughs> there will be there will be news as usual. 
it's hang in there for E3, by the way. Um, it's epic. Anyway, I'm epic gonna three. I'm gonna push play on on our outro now. We're getting out of here. All right, hey. bye, bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify or follow us on social media at ZED Games AU. See you next time.